Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. We are Mainline Executive Coaching. We are Mainline Leadership, Mainline Coaching, ACT, ACT. We're going to be talking today about something that's really quite interesting. Let me introduce my partner. This is Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. And today we have with us John Burt. Exciting to have John here. This is a great man to be talking about what we will be discussing, strategic planning, strategic planning and leadership. There's this connection here, folks, really and truly. That leadership, great leadership, has that ability to create these wonderful objectives, plans, how to make it happen, set up the system, and then be able to take it and communicate it to the people that are they've employed, the people that they have brought on to make this happen. That is no easy thing. It is a complicated series of actions and skills and uh, of coordinating talent, developing talent. There's a lot that goes into it, but no worries. We have John with us today, and he's going to help unpack that in a way that's going to be both understandable, exciting, and I believe also inspiring and motivating. So, John, before we get into the whole subject here, again, give us a brief introduction about who you are, your credentials, your all, the, all that good stuff, and then let's hit it. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. And thank you, Rich. Thanks for having me on again. It's always uh, great to uh, to join Mainline and have these topics about, uh, you know, the different leadership topics and and uh, the challenges for leaders in, in the day. So name is John Bird. I'm an executive coach. Uh, got 36 plus years in, in management consulting. So I've worked with, you know, over 40 um, uh, Fortune 100 companies in during my career, uh, providing them with guidance and, and, and uh, consulting. Uh, much of that at a strategic level, how to think strategically about change projects, and and so I've seen how some of those leaders think, how they how they guide their teams, and and how they uh, master the art of strategic thinking for their teams. I'm looking forward to this discussion. Excellent. So let's get started here. In order to have a strategic plan or put that whole process in place, a great leader is going to come up with what we call you know setting the objectives. What are we all about? Where are we going? All that stuff gets in place. Just take them for a moment here and just set the stage so that people understand what what is setting the objectives all about. I think a a leader needs to have, first of all, a vision, right? A a kind of a purpose for the company. So you're going to you're going to set the company in motion. You're going to you're going to rally all your resources and you're going to kind of point them in the right direction. But first, you have to have a vision uh, about what it is, where you're taking uh, the team. 
So typically what I see is that these leaders have the ability to have that vision that might be three to five years from now, maybe even longer than that in terms of what they think the company needs to look like, where does it need to be competing, what types of tools or what type of uh, talent does it need to, to be able to be competitive out there. So they need to have a, an awareness of, of what's happening in the marketplace. They need to have an awareness of what's happening inside of their inside of their company. Um, if you think about that, that book from Jim Collins, Good to Great, right? You have this recognition at some point that you are not acting at your best. You may be good, but you're not great. And so it's that ability to continue to, to set the vision, but also to recreate the vision and then to bring that vision down to a level within the organization so that each person connects to it. Very good. Thank you. I'm going to come back to that. How is that developed? How is that promulgated? How is that then perpetuated? We'll come back and discuss that in a moment because that's huge. What's your take on this whole idea of got to have this strategic objectives and plan in terms of, you know, here's the vision and here's what we're going to do to get there. What's your take on that? You know, strategic thinking, you know, it takes time. It requires a lot of exposure to, uh, to strategic roles, if you will. You need to be able to synthesize broader information, um, participate in these different cultures of curiosity and, and gather experiences that would allow you to identify and, and be able to connect the dots, if you will. Strategic thinking takes a lot of um, experience, not only as a leader, but in your field, uh, you know, because it's got to be something. If you're going to be a strategic thinker in your organization, you need to understand your organization. And creating those objectives and being able to disseminate those down. You know, you were talking before you got on and John mentioned something very, very interesting about being able to take this vision and these objectives and communicate those down to a level that everybody understands. You know, you may be at at a different level where you've had the experience and understand, you know, the terms of the, you know, what is required to get to a certain goal, but not everybody understands that. So it's having the ability to really get that down to, to, to folks that understand that, everybody in your organization. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if you will, you know, picture, picture a trench and everybody you work with is down in this trench. They can't see the horizon. You're up and with having the ability to see the horizon, see the vision, see what's out beyond, beyond, you know, the, the walls of the workplace, if you will, and being able to take that what you see and know how you need to get there and really disseminate that information down. So everybody clearly sees what you're seeing. Everybody clearly understands what you understand. And so I I think and that takes a lot of skill. It's not just having the vision. Getting the vision is one skill. Being able to get that down to everybody else is that's, I think, where the real you know, the real part of strategic thinking is, is being able to disseminate that down to the, to the organization. But what, I, what I'm getting about what you guys are telling me is that is this. OK, there's the ability to envision something. That vision has got to be powerful. It's got to be compelling. It's got to be one of those things that that people buy into, not just intellectually. But, you know, it's almost emotional, even in, in visceral kind of a buy in. That's what we want. That's why we really feel like people are in it in it to make it happen. Um, That's one thing. Uh, I think this communication thing is another thing. The ability to communicate clearly and simply this vision. 
that's another skill. And then, of course, then there's this strategic thinking that I hear you guys talking about, where it really takes a lot of experience, a lot of going through and doing stuff and being involved and being able to connect the dots and then communicate those dots. So here's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering these young leaders that are coming up, I'm wondering how well they understand that ability to create a vision that is easy to communicate and that people will find this emotional attachment to and adhere to it. I wonder how well they understand that. And the other thing I wonder is this, how well do they understand the need for experience, hands-on, get in it and deal with it, experience that's required to be able to create a really strong, powerful strategic plan. John, would you talk about that for a few moments? Yeah, two different things, Michael. And, and certainly uh, the thing that I was uh, mentioning to Rich before before this uh, the, we went live today, I just recently had uh, a discussion with a millennial leader and I was asking her what uh, what she appreciated with regard to coaching and mentoring. What what were you know if, a, if she had a great mentoring or coaching session, what would that involve? And she mentioned that she really appreciated leaders who could bring the company vision, the mission, that purpose down to her level, right? Make make it very personalized for um, for her and her role, and 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 how um, she could operate within that within that vision. So I think that 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 touches on this idea that um, you know Richard mentioned right where you're you're a leader but you're also bringing it to your people in such in bite-sized chunks so that they can get their teeth into it and they can understand what their role is to contribute to the vision. I think what I also hear you saying is okay so how do you create the vision in the in the first place right? Um, I have another client of mine that I'm working with where um, we were talking about, you know, kind of the day-to-day, how he was getting so involved in the day-to-day that he really didn't have time to think strategically or to work on the vision for the organization. Mm -hmm. I think that's a practice skill. I mean, there's a number of different techniques in terms of how you can do that with visioning sessions and those sorts of things. But I think that for for many leaders, um, they do get trapped in the, you know, in the day-to-day, they're in that trench or they're, they're fixing the potholes. But they're not figuring out, you know, where the high, what's the next highway system is going to look like, or even if there should be a highway system. And, and so I think that there needs to be a certain amount of time where you as a leader, you know, pull yourself away from the, the day-to-day churn, if you will, of the, of the daily operational problems and spend time thinking about where your organization is going to be or needs to be. Um, in three to five years, that requires you to have a, you know a certain understanding of where the marketplace is, what what your competitors are doing, um, you know, kind of the, the macro environment, maybe the global macro environment for that particular industry. Um, you also need to understand what your particular you know in your particular company, what is your unique um, set of you know competencies or unique unique products or services or whatever that may be that you're offering that you think can contribute. So there's you know, leaders have to be very aware of what's happening out in the marketplace and where their company is in that process. They should be very um, um, acutely aware of, of where their company stands and if they're losing ground or, you know, if they, if they need to build new capabilities that they don't have today. Seems like what you're saying here is this, that if you're used to, if you're one of those leaders that is used to working and the day-to-day stuff and helping the people get these things done and all that. If you're working at that granular level, that may be your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? And yep. being able to pull back and say, wait, wait, wait a minute, I got managers that can do that. I got other people that can do that. I got to do this other thing called 
reflecting. I got to do this other thing called thinking big, thinking different. Now that can be, for some people, very, very uncomfortable to pull away from that because it feels like it's being pulled back into the everyday stuff. So it's a whole level, a whole other level of leadership development. Of course, that's where executive coaching can assist you in that. The other is this, the converse of that is the person who's the kind of big picture guy or gal, right? But doesn't really understand the nuts and bolts. So either right. way, the disconnect, whether you're the everyday person can't get to the vision or the big visionary person can't get to understand the everyday kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Let's talk about those two things. You know, there is a big difference uh, between developing strategic thinking skills and demonstrating those strategic thinking skills. Just like you said, if you don't understand the nuts and bolts of, of everything around you, what happens is you end up making decisions in a vacuum. And what I mean by that is, is you start making decisions based around yourself or what you, you know, what's immediately around you. You've got to be able to take that vision and make those decisions with an understanding how it's going to impact every other department around you, how it's going to impact the, the world outside your organization. So what you're saying is, you know, being able to really take those skills, you know, that you, you're developing and demonstrate those to others that you have the ability to really disseminate what you see out, out to the rest of the group. Um, you, you talked about young leaders and here's uh, you know, and there's, there's a lot of brilliant young leaders out there. There really are. Um, and folks with great vision and, and uh, the ability to really take that and make something happen with it. But I think a lot of what we're talking about takes time, takes you, it takes due diligence. It really does. It, it takes learning not only about your, your, your own abilities, but the abilities of those around you, creating you know, teams based on their energy, their talents, and understanding all that around you. Um, you know, good strategic people, they, they create connections between people, between other people, between ideas, between plans, you know, and things that others really can see. But on the same hand, strategic thinkers create these ideas and visions that others can't see. It's it's a skill. It's it's a definite skill, and it and it's there's a lot of due diligence to that. A lot of time it takes to really develop those skills, and so you know that's where a coach comes in. That's where a good coach comes in. That's where you know we can help. That's one of the things that you know as, as John was talking about with his clients, really having them um, take the skills and knowledge that we can bring to the table for them, and helping them carry that forward. Excellent. So let's, let's turn this just a little bit here. And I want to turn it in this direction. You mentioned talent several times. I think you have as well, John. This idea of talent development. You know, leaders have got to take that, those initial uh, potential talents that they have, and they got, they, they got to start doing something with them. And they're probably pretty good at getting it up to some point, kind of like, you know, good to better, to best kind of stuff. But they may not have all the skills and the experience that they really need to have. What happens when you work with an executive coach, John, that is focused on you? 
and your talents and helping you to develop those talents. One, what happens to you as a leader? And then secondly, as, as Rich was talking about, it's not all about you. What happens when you get that growth happening within yourself? How then do you turn and see it in terms of how do I help my people develop their talents in a greater ways? Yeah. Well, yeah. So great question, Michael. So as you know, with the clients that I'm working with, you know, a lot of them really want to develop this strategic thinking capability or or learn how to do it better. Uh, one of the things, of course, that I um, suggest for them, uh, meet usually straight off the bat, is to find a mentor within the company, who, who and maybe multiple mentors within the company that can help you to to and help articulate what the strategy of the company is and how they interpret it. How do they create it? How do they interpret it? That gives you a, a, a particular perspective. But I also um, work with my clients to ask to get them to be more curious, if you will, and asking the questions in terms of what the strategy is, how it was developed, why does it exist, what 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 is it that it's trying to help the company do, what is it help trying to help the company achieve? Um, you know, these are these are just things to get them to be thinking outside of their day to day. You know, and I think every you mentioned earlier. You know, a lot of leaders are in their comfort zone. They love the day-to-day churn. They love, you know, you know, solving the day-to-day problems, you know, having a meeting, um, you know, developing their action lists and those types of things. Yeah. That's not that's not strategic thinking, right? They're not thinking about how their competitors are acting in the field. They're not thinking about how, um, you know, maybe what's happening from a, from a trends perspective. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that I do, um, I, I used to do with my teams a lot. Uh, Michael, we used to have these annual or biannual um, planning sessions where we would try to get the entire team to think more broadly, more strategically about the client. And inevitably, people would drop into their comfort zones. They'd tell you about a particular thing that was happening in a meeting that they had yesterday, and and they were really into the into the grind. Uh, but it's that that the coaching that I think that you you provide in, in that moment to say, you know, lift up a little bit. Let's not worry about the meeting you had last week, and let's not worry about what you're going to do tomorrow. Let's think about where do we want to be at the end of the year? Where do we want to be in two years as a team? Where do we think? The, how do we think we can help this client? How do we think we can help this company move forward? And that takes some practice. It really takes some practice. And so when you're when you're walking through some problems with some of these young leaders, you're you're asking those questions to get them to start thinking for themselves. Am I thinking about the the day to day? The the you know. Or am I thinking beyond the headlights? Where is this taking me? What, you know, if I'm having a frustrating moment, how do I look at this from a long-term perspective and, and think about the relationship that I'm trying to build or the direction that I'm trying to go? You know, those are the things that that you know executive coaches can help leaders do. You know, to think differently to create those those mindsets and those habits. You were talking about they went back to their comfort zone. I remember watching not too long ago um, a video. And it was about a leader, a very powerful, visionary type of leader, attempting to teach his best people about a new way of thinking and a new way of approaching this process of envisioning and creation. And I'm telling you, every single freaking one of of his people reverted back to the way they were doing it. And they were attempting to find some way to formulate. And he said, no, that's not it all. That's you're not getting it. And, And again and again, he finally said, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna start talking about let's see if what like Rich said, I'm gonna demonstrate it to you. So it, see if you can get it that way. Yeah. It was just fascinating to see how they struggled in their own, you know, comfort zone getting out. So so Rich, 
So again, we've got talent. And I'll tell you something about coaches, executive coaches. They love talent. They love seeing it there. They love seeing what it is, helping their clients see their own talent. And then let's start pulling up. Let's start lifting up. Let's start taking this to a new place. That's very exciting to executive coaches because they love the development. They love seeing people move into their own. When you've done that with others, I'm going to kind of wind it up here kind of quickly. What has been the experience as you've worked with your people in terms of let's take it, let's get you inspired, let's get you excited, let's start moving this up, and then seeing that them engage, and then what comes of it, the fruits thereof? A good coach will not just basically look at someone's performance. That's it really, you need to look at performance as a past issue. What you have to look at, what coaches look at is people's potential. What's their potential? What's their ability? And helping them see their potential going forward. Now, performance, you know, might have got them to where they currently are. But it's not going to get them to the next step. Potential is. Their potential is. And so that's what good coaches do. They take that potential and, and harness that power that those those individuals have and that skill and that energy. And man, let, let's take this. Let's let's get you moving on. This is what you've got to do. I see this in you. Let's let's take you to the, the next step. That's what coaches do. You know, they don't really rely on your performance. They rely. They see your potential and your potential is what is going to get you to the next step. There's tons of people out there with great records. Awesome numbers. Really good performers. But what is their potential going forward? Because it's about the future. It's not about the now. It's about the future. And, and that's where coaches really come in and can see that. Everybody, every you look at any athlete, any of these great CEOs out there, anybody that you can think of that has really made a name for themselves. And guess what? Every single one of them is going to tell you about a coach they had. Every one of them. Now, you know, take, for example, you know, some of these people we, we think about, Steve Jobs, Roger Enrico, Bill Logue, any of these famous athletes that you can think of, their performance got them to a certain point. It's their potential and it's someone that saw that potential and helped them get on, mentored them, coached them, pushed them, showed them a different way, you know, turn the, turn the, turn the lights on for them, if you will. That's where they got that next level. So to be clear, what executive coaches do, they're very good at seeing talent. They're very good at seeing the potential. Would you agree? We can see that. We have that kind of perspective. It's yeah. kind of the talent that we have. That's not enough. No. We see it. Once we get it, the next thing is turning potential into new levels of performance. Right. That's the key. Turning into new levels of performance. There you go. It wants and is buying into and is willing to invest the time and the energy to take it there with our assistance. That's what we do. That's kind of the magic of what that's all about. All right, John, how do they get a hold of you? Great conversation today. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you, guys. This is, this is really good. Uh, to get a hold of me, uh, oh, then it's right up there on the screen. It's JBURT at intelligentleadershipec.com. JBURT at intelligentleadershipec.com. Outstanding. Thanks, JB. Loved having you here today. Thank you. All right, Rich, 
you know what to do. Take us home. All right. Once again, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And like we've done in other uh, podcasts, I'm going to give a big shout out to our folks in Australia and New Zealand who have been downloading our podcast, listening to us. And we certainly appreciate everything that you do, your support. And want you to know that we're going to keep going forward. We're going to keep talking about some great leadership topics and those things that impact leaders today. So leave us a message, pod and box uh, slash main, mainline executive coaching ACT, or go to our website, mainlineleadersactilec.com. Schedule some time with us. Schedule some time with John Burt. Let's talk. Let's get you to that next level. So once again, thanks for your support. Have a great day. Take care and be safe. We'll see you again. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.